Aura, Canaan Collective. Y'all know what time it is, baby. It's Canaan Clock. Got a special guest. Haven't had a chance to speak to him in a moment, but now he's here. Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Hey, what's going on, Mr. Kane? Mr. Kane O'Clock, Mr. Kane O'Clock. It's the one and only TM, the trash mechanic, baby. What's going on with you on this beautiful Sunday? Uh, nothing. Uh, just going through some news, trying to do a couple things around the spot. But it's a, it's a good day today. Finally got a chance to get back with you. We haven't had a chance to hop on one together in a while and, uh, you got something that we wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you uh, uh, reaching out, man. Uh, inviting me back on. So, yep. Always, always a plus. Um, I did uh, did one last night with my man, Jay Weeks. Um, Jay Weeks is one of the best rappers that I ever known. So, um, I told him that we'll link, uh, we'll link uh, all three of us four of us or however however many um and and do something together so that sounds like a good look i look forward to doing that oh yeah so yeah we go we go way back when i used to you know rap back in the day we we made a couple uh uh songs and stuff together back in the day but i cannot find any of that stuff and he cannot find it either but yeah we had some we had some stuff back in the day so yep um so we, we want to talk about the uh akon akon deal yeah i want to talk about the akon city there's been a couple of updates okay all right so first we can, we can jump in through it you're gonna you're gonna have to uh um um <laughs> give me a little bit of Info, because I'm 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 kind of behind on it a little bit, but it's all good. We can run through. All right, and with that, we'll go ahead and get things started. Now, first and foremost, TM was one of the first guests that was made a part of the collective that was willing and able to do the podcast. And when and and when I get a chance to talk to TM, it normally turns into a conversation about one or two things. It turns into a conversation about moving forward. And it turns into a conversation about investing in yourself and making money. And one of the first things that we have both sat down and talked about was Akon City. Now, there's probably still a few people that don't know. For those of you that do know, just bear with me for a couple minutes. I'm going to go ahead and catch TM and get him back up to speed. Now, Akon is uh, from Senegal, Africa. He immigrated with his family to the U.S. He assimilated into our society. And he damn near single-handedly took over the early 2000s as far as the uh, production that he was doing with music and with his record label, the people he was working with, and he put out some pretty prolific songs. Well, fast forward a few years, and he's using his hard-earned profits to make a difference, not just in the community here in the U.S., but also in Africa as a whole. And he's been doing a lot of things under the radar. He's been providing electricity and clean water to certain areas in Africa. He hasn't been looking to get any type of attention. He's just been doing a lot of stuff on the low. And TM will tell you, real, real G's move, move in silence. You don't always have to let somebody know what type of moves you're making. Just let them see the finished results and the end product. So what he's got going on is he's going to do a 2,000-acre city in Africa with his own international airport and it's going to be based off of its own cryptocurrency called Acorn. Yeah. So, and and I tell you what, I, I don't know if the the Acorn is is when it's going to come out or you know um, any of that stuff. But as soon as it, it launches, I think that's one of the you know because we also are investing in a in a investment group. I think most of you guys probably know already, but um, I think once that once that hit. Uh, Kane, I think we we ought to jump right on it. Um, even if it fails, I think we ought we ought to support it. Um, and and you know we we talked about if the city is when the city is built, you know, taking a trip because I imagine it's going to have hotels and and everything else. So, and if it's based off of the A coin, I think that that'd be one of the greatest things um, you know ever ever done. You know what I mean? Because Akon is, is not just a musician, like you said, man. He he's taken his platform 
and done so much with it and and making so many changes versus what you see now. You know what I mean? These guys, uh, you know, walk around showing a bunch of money, but that's not that's not real money. You know what I mean? It's it's not real real money. The people that have real money, you don't hear them talking about it. So, um, you know, and but you you know what my hesitations are, right? Right, I know, I know exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and I guess Akon's back in is China, and my hesitation is because China don't invest in anything but infrastructure. Uh, they not gonna just in, invest in 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 Akon just because he's Akon. It won't make sense. So China is smart about investing, and they invest in infrastructure. Look, you know, I know I used an example last time of what what happened with uh, the port in in Jamaica, right? And and a lot of stuff in Jamaica. China will it will they'll invest with you, but in infrastructure. So if anything happens, and you know you did not read the fine print, and you cannot afford to pay them back, well, there you go. We now own a piece of Senegal a 2000 acre city in Senegal and you know we'll we'll put the gates on it <laughs> so yeah that's that's my hesitation with it but you know um looking at the pictures and stuff i mean everything seems to look real good um and and my hope is that they won't bring in all the Chinese labor uh, into Senegal to build that city. I imagine that, that they will have some, but my hope is that it's built uh, using the people of Senegal so they can they can make the money, using the companies of Senegal so they can make some profit and, and build that country up, you know, because I don't know too much about it. Um, I met some people from there before, but I'll, I'll really keep an eye on this and, and see um, how this thing goes, because I'm really interested in it. Right, and I'm interested also, I also have the same misgivings that you have, and I've said it before, I'm not too sure about the backer from China. Monetarily, it's going to work. They have the right people to get the infrastructure done and to get it done quickly, safely, and efficiently, but like you said, they write ironclad contracts. They write contracts like they're in the U.S. music industry. Yeah, and but then you and you can't blame them. I mean, you damn sure can't blame them. You know, um, and I, I would if if I was China, <laughs> what I would have done with Akon was you sign your life away on this contract, and God forbid something happened to you, I'll have some hella insurance on you. You know, because who is who's next to Akon? Who who is his uh, his number one guy? You know what I mean? Because usually you probably see one person with him, but he he's generally not with a lot of people. Or you know, who, who's the fallback? One of his wives, or you know what I mean? Right, and that's information I couldn't tell you. I really don't see him with anybody else. When I see him in a picture, yeah, you're right. It's only a couple of people. I imagine one of those has to be secure, maybe two of them. Yeah, but he really moves alone from so, everything that I've seen so far. I know, and and I'm I'm just talking from a from a business standpoint, and this is what I try to get across to people. You know, we don't when we do business. A lot of times, we don't think it fully like corporations do, or like these billionaires and millionaires do. You understand what I'm saying? We we do business with our hearts on our sleeves and not thinking about uh, a, a business. You, you know what I mean? So if I'm going to loan you however however much, what, $8 billion or whatever whatever it is, um, I'm going to have at least $500 million insurance on you because if something go awry and something happens, then, you know, and, and that insurance is going to be there until the city is built. Right. Just just thinking from a business standpoint, right? If you sign a contract, then you sign off saying, "Hey, you know, um, I'm insured for this amount uh, 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 because of this, and and so on and so on." So, um, I'm all for it, man. I I hope 
that the people go out and support Akon. Um, he, he's done a lot of things and he don't talk about it. You, 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 you hear him come back and say after the fact, you know, what he's done uh, the majority of the times. And it just, just seemed like he stays humble to me. And that's one of the main things that I like about how he moves. And me and Ms. Collective speak about it to, to a retarded length. People got to watch how they moving out here. Now, as far as everything that he's doing, I'm glad you brought that up because I hadn't put that part into perspective because we do have an issue with starting a business. We don't pay attention to the prime print. We don't look at the terms and conditions. And there's a lot of money that's involved with it. Um, Akon wants to raise $6 billion and he's got a couple of different investors, and he does have some NDA signed, so he can't talk about who his investors are. But us being the internet sleuths that we are, yeah, we understand China's got it. They've, they've, they've got a pretty good size stake in this. Also, I will say this. I found out another one of his backers, a uh, Kenyan guy named Julius M. Wallet. He's a, a tech guy out of Kenya. He's an entrepreneur. He does a few things, and he's got a medical. He's got a medical uh, thing that he's doing. He has a tech thing that he's doing, and he's also has his own city project going. And I believe they're calling it the Mwale Medical and Technology City. Uh -huh. So this guy Mwale, as he has invested four billion. And I believe uh, that Akon's trying to get to about $10 billion. He's got about six put up right now between him and a couple of investors without mentioning how much China's putting into the game right now. And that's where we sit as far as what I know on that. And that's my latest update on that. Yeah. Okay. But you know what? But here's, here's the thing, though. Once the once the cryptocurrency, I think, is, is, is actually put into play, right? And... That may throw a monkey wrench into into a lot of things because now you got to you you have a structure that is actually used in the cryptocurrency. You know what I mean? You have a city that's that's going to be based on using that cryptocurrency. Um, and how it's going to work? I don't know. Whether you're gonna you're gonna have an app on your phone or you know you're gonna have a, a crypto card or how how is that going to work? Because now, based based on that, if they creating a crypto card, who's going to create that card, and um, you know what company is it? You know, is 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 that company on the stock market? You know, will that generate more profits for another company? So it's so many different things that 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 goes into this thing that we don't know, but I damn sure like to know. So you know, we can make a move. Um. And I, I think it will be good. I think it will be good. Yeah, and that's something that we need to sit down and talk about. That'll actually be another good podcast because since speaking to Mr. Collective and getting his insights on some things, I've been doing more looking into the cryptocurrency. As me and you both, you know, we both invest in Dogecoin. And I've been doing some looking. I've been on some apps. I've been reading some Reddit posts. Been in some forums on Discord and Reddit. And I'm finally starting to get an understanding. Now, something I do know, there was a Nigerian uh, tech guy, and he actually made a crypto coin ATM. It's not being mass produced yet. And something that they're doing, and this is what I'm looking at it as. Akon City being based on a crypto coin is going to be a template. This is going to be a test run for what I believe is what we're eventually going to go to, to being cashless. Now, like you were saying, is it going to be an app? Is, is it going to be a card? Those are both possibilities, seeing as how the guy from Nigeria actually has a crypto coin ATM. What it is is that they have an a, a ATM-style card. But what I'm fuzzy on and I haven't gotten the, the uh, specific details on is, is this for one specific coin? Is it multiple coins? Because something I've been researching and, that I, and what I found out is that you can have a Bitcoin, but it doesn't have the same value as a, another Bitcoin, and you'd have to convert it. Now, Coinbase, they have the Coinbase wallet, and you can convert it. And it doesn't just convert from crypto to cash or from cash to crypto. It converts crypto to crypto. So if you had the uh, Dodge coin and you wanted to convert it to a Bitcoin, 
you're going to lose just like you would at a, a currency exchange. Yeah. There's, yeah. It's like a currency exchange type of deal to, to where you have one that's really high and everybody else is going to be somewhat under it. And then the next question is, who's going to accept what currency? Now, for us to go to Acon City, and we had already spoke about investing in the Acoin, I'm going to stock up on Acoin. Now, how they're going to do the prices over there, don't know. It's probably going to depend on the value of what it is versus the dollar or whatever the local currency is in, in uh, Senegal. I'm not sure what that uh, local currency is, but I'll look it up and I'll let you know. And we'll go from there. But yeah, there's a lot of things at play and there's a lot of moving pieces. We just have to wait, I guess, and kind of see what it is. We can try to prognosticate as best we can. Yeah, and and I um, I did hear about that that one guy that, that created ATM. You could you could you could cash from you could withdraw cash from that ATM because it it, it changes the Bitcoin into cash too or something like that. I, I read something like that um, um, about a month ago or something, um, and I was like, wow, okay. So when when he actually did that. I mean, that's that's an incentive for people to jump into the Bitcoin because, you know, a lot of people don't know the the, uh, the cryptocurrency space. But when you hear something like that, you know, because, um, you know, Bitcoin is used for a lot a lot of illicit activity also. Yes. And I think that's why it's it's high as as it is, because. You know, you 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 can do things that you can't do with cash. So, and I think it's going to continue to to keep on moving the way it's moving on, unless it's get it gets you know regulated or or something like that. But you know, for right now, I mean, just you know, just just make the money. So, yeah, but I'm I'm real curious, man. I mean, it, it got the wheels turning. And I'm I'm curious because they already broke ground on the on the on the construction, right? Uh, I haven't gotten any word on that yet. I don't think they have, but from the articles that I've been catching up on, uh, the last article I got the information from was from the Rob Report. Yo, shout out to the Rob Report. Y'all been around forever, keeping people in the know. And if you know, you know. Um, they from everything I've seen yet, they haven't broken ground yet, as they're still trying to make sure that as they transport the goods over there and they're starting to slowly get the people over there, they're trying to make sure that the uh, 19 is not going to be an issue as far as uh, slowing down the work. Because once they get started, they're trying to get it done in a uh, timely fashion. So they're just trying to keep the 19 at bay right now. So it's going to be an ongoing look as far as how long it's going to be and how long it's going to take. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm curious too. And like I say, we had spoke about this a couple times before. I really want to know how this is going to work out. And I'm really interested in getting on a plane and being able to go and fly in. Like I said, I can't wait to hop on the Acoin. I think it's going to be worth something. And something else too, I want to interject and throw out there. Mm -hmm. The different Bitcoins that are being created and being invested in, like I say, I've been using the app Coinbase. I should leave a link in the description, but I ain't gonna. I'm gonna wait for I do that because I'm still researching, trying to get everything straight. The U.S. is regulating bitcoins. They have the USDC, which is the U.S. dollar coin, and that's based off the strength of the dollar. So, one USDC is gonna be one dollar. I have ten dollars in that right, right uh, now. And on the Coinbase app, you can actually earn interest off of it. Okay. So 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 there's some moving pieces going along with that right now also. And something else I was looking at and I had a question from Mr. Collective and I finally got it answered. I had asked him like when you invest in say a bitcoin, you buy one share is that one bitcoin? Effectively, yes it is. Yeah. So I feel better now that I know and something else that you're going to have to look into. I have it with Coinbase, they have a Coinbase wallet. You can transfer your Bitcoin from the app to the wallet, and from there, you can send it to people. And as you send it out, they can convert it into whatever monetary unit that they use in their country. And that's what makes it worldwide. So this is something that I didn't entirely know. And just over the last couple of days, about the last week, I've been researching 
and I'm finally getting a hold on what it is. So now I'm starting to understand it better. It's making more sense. So when the Acon coin drops, I'm hopping in it, knees deep, <laughs> balls deep. I'm getting, I'm getting the A coin, no doubt. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think everybody should jump in it, man, and try to, and you know, um, boost it and and push it, and let's see how it works because that's gonna be the template for for a lot of the different countries and 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 stuff like that too. So um, if that worked and it worked the right way, you know, a lot of people are gonna jump on it. And, and try to move, you know, um, with that, especially, especially, you know, cities like South Africa, when you see robberies and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Is like, if you, if you move to a coin based system, um, uh, where you, where you have, um, using, using that kind of technology and cryptocurrency, it'll stop some of the, some of the, um, some of the crimes. You know, because yeah. then people people not carrying cash, so you know the people that tend to go and hold up a, a, a hold up a a store because you know wanting cash, and you know they move the coin base and stuff like that. It's a total different way of thinking. It's a total different way of of doing business. So yeah, I don't I don't know. It's it's just it, it got the wheels turning. I must say because. It's, it's, it's a lot of moving pieces that got to be put together. And I don't know, like, you know, like who, who he's involved with that, that that's going to help him with that, man. Cause I, he can't do all that shit himself. No, he can't. And then just like I was saying, he signed a couple of NDAs to shield investors from scrutiny and from being, from having a spotlight put on them. Mm-hmm. And that does make sense. Like if you want to invest, you don't want people to know what you're investing in for whatever reason, maybe nefarious, may it may not be, you know, but you don't have to let everybody know what you're doing. And that's understandable. But at the same time, just like you're saying, it's something that people might want to know as far as I'm not going to support this. If there's somebody that's shady, that's involved in it, I'm not going to give them any of my money or my time. We're going to have to just watch and see how this plays out. There's not a lot we can do right now. And just like you, I'm curious. Cause it's like, I was thinking, my own opinion, this is a blueprint, this is a template, this is a test run. And depending on how it goes, depends on if they can continue to do such things. Because just like you say, it's going to cut down on robberies physically. But it's only going to increase cyber attacks. Because they're going to find people are going to find a way to do wrong. And if they can't physically take something from you, then they'll digitally take it. But they should be... And the thing I like about the Bitcoins and the cryptocurrencies... There's a lot of intricacies as far as things in place to help alleviate those worries as far as being hacked. And that's part of the stuff I've been reaching out, uh, reaching out and researching for like the past week. And I'm feeling a lot more comfortable to the point that I started buying a bit more cryptocurrency. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think a lot of stuff going to go that way, too, man. So um, and I've been I've been reading up on it, too. So. But then again, we gotta we gotta look at. I mean, I think it's it's, it's looking a little deeper than than Acon, and for his investors, right? And looking at looking at the natural resources in uh, Senegal, you know, because every everybody in the world have an ulterior motive nine times out of ten. So, are his investors getting in there just to to get in the door, and then you know? you know, weasel away over to, to some of the natural resources of, of Senegal. We don't know. And that's quite possible too, because Africa is probably the richest continent with resources. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, I know, uh, I know Elon Musk was trying to, was moving some stuff over to Africa for, for, um, some of the lithium stuff and, and stuff like that. Um, I don't know exactly where in Africa, but I, I, I did hear about him doing that, um, you know, versus versus purchasing the stuff from them. He was going to either create a company or, or move a part of his company over over to to Africa um, to to basically because I, I know they buy the batteries from a co- another company. So. But I think he was going to set up shop over there because that's where most of the resources come from 
to make those batteries. So, yeah, it's 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 um yet to be seen, man. Yet to be seen. I'm just I'm just so curious about it, you know. And my main thing is, I want the shit to go the right way. I want it to go the right way, and not the typical, you know. Africa story where they're getting robbed and, you know, natural resources are being depleted and showing the hungry kids and, you know, African jumping on, 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 on cows backs and, and all that. No, I, I don't, that's not what I want to see. I, I would like to see a city that's, that have put, you know, Las Vegas to shame or, or New York city or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that's something that I had looked at. First thing that came to my mind, this could be like the African version of Dubai. For those of you that have not been to Dubai and you ever get a chance to go, you'll see what I'm talking about. Closest thing that we can liken Dubai to is Vegas. And I know people that have still never been to Las Vegas. So Mm -hmm. with just the amount of attractions, shopping, the amount of uh, just the stuff to do is one of those places that gets a spotlight put on it, and it's not because of anything bad. It's because everything there is so good. And this has a potential to be that type of place. It's going to be luxury. It's going to be upscale. But it still has to be in the reach of people to be able to at least go and visit, to go spend some time there. And you might not be able to stay in the city. You can stay on the outskirts. You, you, you don't have to be downtown Akon City. I'm sure there's going to be Airbnbs all around that place. And that should bring a lot of money into the region. Oh, yeah, because, you know, that's the first thing that people are going to think about is, you know, is to go into an Airbnb um, automatically. Um, when when traveling now, I think that's the first thing that people look at right now. Okay, where's the Airbnb? Where's our accommodations versus hotels now? So, yeah. I, I I don't know, man. I, it's it's a curious topic. It's it's a little touchy topic, and we we just gotta wait and see, and we just gotta get in on the ground floor with the with the acoin, and see what happens from there. Um, because look at Bitcoin right now. I mean, you know, so many uh, so many of us could have been rich right now. We just got in on the ground floor. So, but now you know. Of course, ignorance is not an excuse, but now that we know, you know what I mean? Because I, I know, you know, we feed off each other on a lot of different things. But now that we know right. and we understand how a lot of different things work, then, you know, we could put plays together and and and, um, and, and be successful at it. Yeah, and that's one of the things I like about the fact that as a team, we all have different strengths. And we use all those strengths to pull together because at the end of the day, we're going to hit that 100K. Oh. We're going to hit it. Oh, yeah. So, yep. But, yeah, that's our goal, man. And I'm just, I'm just, I got to stay on top of this Akon thing um, also and just watch it and, and see how it goes. Because I I imagine if it, once the Acorn hit, to be successful, it's going to have to be, um, it's going to have to be on the stock market. I think so. I'm not so sure, but I think so. Well, I'm not entirely sure still how some of that shakes out. Because what we found out, and for those of you that don't know, we use Robinhood for our investment group. Some stocks are on Robinhood. Some aren't. You have to go to a, 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 a brokerage. And some Bitcoins are on Robinhood. And for those that aren't, you have to find another way. Um, Mr. Collective had put us on Coinbase. I had found one called eToro, and eToro also in conjunction with that has an e-wallet to where you can keep your Bitcoin to whether you need to transfer to someone or not. But there's other options out there. And just be aware of what the whole process will entail. Now, as far as having uh, another app to do it to where you can get to certain Bitcoins, you're probably going to need it because some of the Bitcoins that you may be interested in might not be on Robinhood or they might not be on a certain brokerage app. So you're going to need to leave yourselves open to 
be able to find other means to get to where you want to go. Yeah. Exactly. That's why it pays to do your research. For TM and myself specifically, our investment group, everybody has their different strengths. And like I say, we all form together like Voltron to try to get this out there. But we don't need to be gatekeepers. We don't need to be power brokers. You guys pay attention to the podcast, whether it's me and TM or TM solo, me solo, or all three of us or whatever the case is, Mr. Collective, pay attention because we're going to give you the news. We're going to give you the info as best we can. Now, speaking of which, have you heard anything else about the Robin Hood IPO? Because I'm starting to see a little more news, but I haven't gotten a date. No, I, I haven't gotten a date a date either. Um, um, but when it when it when it do come, uh, that's one of the things that we're gonna we're gonna try to jump on. And I, I don't know, man. It seems like everything that hit that's hitting right now is hitting above, you know, what we what we're projecting. So, yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna have to stay up on that also. And and, and would, do you think that there will be an an announcement on the Robin Hood app itself though? I really think they should for the fact that you have so many people using the app. If everybody were to try to get a piece of it, you would only increase your output and your revenue. Mm-hmm. I mean that. I mean that makes good sense to me as far as I'm concerned. If I got an app and I'm about to go public, the first people I'm going to let know before I let anybody else know will be the users of the app. I got to let the fan base know. I have to let the users know. The consumers have to know because they'll put more money into it than probably some of these other people will. And they'll be more loyal and more more welcoming to the fact that I got to keep this up because I know it's going to pay off. Yeah. Because I know the Robinhood IPO is in the mix and uh. There's another one I caught. It's called Roblox. Now, Roblox, as far as I know, it has a uh, it's a cross-platform game. PlayStation, Xbox, uh, I believe it's on PC. And I'm not sure what else they do, but I know for I know for a fact that it's a gaming platform, and you use real money to buy stuff in game. So you're using real money to go to digital money inside the game to buy whatever you want as far as uh, color schemes or whatever that may be. And anything we've looked at, like say Fortnite, people spent tons of money on Fortnite to buy digital content in game. That's a good little bit of money. So people are actually trying to get on it. Roblox is being valued at somewhere between 25 and 30 billion. Okay. But that's so crazy to me, man, because they, you know, with, uh, with Fortnite, they buy that. They buy that stuff, and it goes obsolete almost immediately. Yeah, they keep pushing out so much new content every season. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, wow, you know, how will you be? How are you able to control uh, uh, people to, and people in that way to just make them spend? And I, you know, and most of them are kids. But I think part of it is the kids are so into this stuff, and the parents like don't want to be bothered that they just let them take their cars and just charge and charge and charge. It's, you know, and I think, I think that's what it is because they're making so much money and, you know, just basically putting out stuff and making it obsolete, putting out shit, making it obsolete. I don't, I don't get that because my son plays Fortnite and I'm like, Nope, I'm not putting my card on anything. Um, that, you know, you could just buy this and buy that. No, that's absurd. Well, for our generation, I mean, we we were outside kids. We didn't have a lot of this tech. So we never had an urge to ask mom and dad, hey, mom, can you put this on your credit card for me? And even if we did, we wouldn't get it anyway. <laughs> it was a different time back then. But now as time's progressed, this is where we are, and this is what the kids do. Especially now in this time of COVID, yeah, I guess it's better off that they stay in the house. But you have to regulate the spending on that. And the one thing these companies rely on is that now with the pandemic, the parents are going to spend money to keep their kids occupied and keeping them occupied. And you go ahead and buy them the uh, Avengers skin or you buy them the, the uh, new dance that they got for the uh, tone or whatever. I mean, it is what it is. And it's a big market and it's starting to slowly but surely break out. And 
technically it's called a microtransaction, and microtransactions have been around in games for a long time. It's just now that it's catching on, and with Fortnite being a free-to-play game, that's how they draw you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone is free-to-play, and where they get you at is with the microtransactions. You want your gun to look different from this gun, then you buy this skin. Skin's going to be $3. Okay, you got a new skin for your for your shotgun now. You want to buy a different costume so you don't look like the other 30 people that's dropping out of the plane with you. So you spend $3 on this costume. Okay, and then you wait till next season, they drop new costumes. It's like you said. They're obsolete after a couple of months. Probably about four months. They're on to the next season. It's done. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah, so, I mean, which is which is smart. That's And that's that's smart business sense in the, in the sense that, you know, when we will do something, but we won't think of it as, you know, we'll think of it as ripping people off, right? Versus they think of it as, and you know what I'm talking about, um, they think of it as growth. So, you know, I had a, I, I had a conversation with my cousin yesterday and the conversation with, was, um, he told me that, he has been um, giving advice and helping people, but he's not taking his own advice, you know, um, as far as moving forward with with himself and growing his little company. So, but all, all these different things, man, and, and notice how this conversation divulged from Acom City into Bitcoin, because there's so many realms to to what's going on and what we pay attention to now that is, is just crazy, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd have to say so. I, I got to agree with you on that. Yeah, so I don't know, man. It's it's puzzling to me, but I'm excited uh, at the same time, man. I'm really excited. I know I am. I can't wait to get on a plane and go somewhere. Yeah. So, yep. Also, uh, um, you know, let's let's talk about the 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 property thing a little bit. Well, you know, let's. You want to wrap it up on the on the Acon? Yeah, as far as the Acon City goes, we're just gonna keep our eyes open. We're curious to still see who's involved, as far as who's making these investments, and just like uh, Tim was saying, there's they're gonna want something out of the deal. They're gonna make this ironclad contract. And the first defaulted payment is going to be a wrap. But I'm still curious to see how this works, and I'm hoping that it works out. Acon, if you hear this, let us know something about that Acon. So we go ahead and start getting that money ready. I'm trying to go to Acon City and go chill out and go give me some. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you know, shit. If he's out there, tell him not to hesitate to jump on the to jump on the the Cana Collective or the Cana Clock. You know what I mean? Oh, you can jump on the uh, Trash Mechanic podcast too. We're open to listen to you talk. You owe people an apology after that locked up part two. <laughs> you owe us. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I guess uh, I but, guess but, it made but, but, business sense to him. So I, I don't know. I guess it made. Business. I no, I see where he was trying to go with it. I actually see he was trying to do something good, and I'm not gonna hold him for it. He was trying to do the right thing. I really do believe that in his mind and his heart, he was trying to do the right thing, trying to help somebody out. It's just that public sentiment didn't allow for yeah. that to happen. But but you know what? I think he viewed that he viewed that guy as a little kid, man. He don't he don't he don't look at him as a grown adult. He he viewed that that because he in in essence he is a kid. Nah, I don't co-sign that at all. No, I wholeheartedly disagree. We have to define what a kid is. Uh, you had the kid from Florida, 15 years old, put his friend in the pile driver, killed him. They gave him life like a grown uh-huh. man. He was under the age of 18. I mean, we have to really define what No, a kid I'm not is. talking about him going to jail. I'm talking about how Akon viewing him. As, no, as I get that. Kid. And you can't, you have to, you have to view him as a grown ass man. Because he got a kid already. If you, no, he grown. If you pay attention to any of his content, any of his songs, do you think anything he says seriously? Nah. Okay then. So that's that's how I look at it. 
uh, you know, because I I won't I don't listen to his songs. I heard some of the stuff, and it's just it's just not my cup of tea. I look at him as some little little your little uh, little young punk that's you know trying to trying to be somebody. So you know, and that's why that's why I think that you know Akon looked at that because I don't think he even take the, take that shit serious. I don't think he takes himself serious either, but at the same time, like like I say, yeah, you, I, I still can't quantify him as being a kid when he has a kid. No, nah, I'm not doing. Yeah, that. no, I'm, but I understand. Yeah, now that's how I look at it, man. I because I don't even view the content. I, I I can't even get mad at the bullshit because it makes no sense to me. It makes it makes no sense, and for the guys that got locked up behind him, uh, they fucked up. They fucked up. They fucked up royally, because when you you if you you around somebody, man, you can tell whether somebody hearts in it or not. A lot of people snitch. A lot of people tell. You know, he's not the only one, but you can tell who if somebody's hearts in it or not, man, just by looking at them and acting. And and I've seen some of the guys from uh from that little crew online talking now like man these guys aren't really fucking serious because most of them don't have shit so true yeah but anyway so man past the, the rap the snitch and all that shit ain't got time for that um on, right. the, on the property Back to the money. on the property thing that we were talking about man um for the you know with the, in with the investment group I'm buying the property. I saw some stuff that was sent out by uh, Mr. Collective this morning, man. That's that's really interesting. But at the same time, I don't know if we want to fall back into some stocks that may may give a good play or not. Oh, you mean as far as he was speaking about the the uh, neo? Yeah. Like I say, um, with them talking about the delisting and everything, I don't think that's no longer a viable play. Yeah. But yeah. that's just my opinion on it because when these Chinese companies get delisted, you're going to be left holding stocks. And the thing is, they're being a little cryptic now as far as whether they're actually going to do it or not. Like I say, I found a couple of articles. I posted them in the group chat. Like anybody can go take a look. Uh, please help me with the research in case I missed something or I read something wrong. Because if we are doing the right thing, then let's continue. If I'm if I'm overblowing this or I'm blowing it out of proportion, I need somebody to let me know so that way I can cut it the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and trust me, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Because if I knew, then. You know, I'll say, hey, you know, we should do this, or maybe we should that, we should do that. But you know, I don't, I don't know, so I can't really speak on it. Right, because like I say, like for me doing my research or whatever, one of the last things that Trump did last month was he signed the law to where they can delist it. It's called the uh, Holding Foreign Companies Accountable Act, and he signed that. So. They have between three and five years, according to the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission, to fall under U.S. regulations for being listed on U.S. stock exchanges. And if they don't conform in those three to five years, then they're going to be delisted. And having a company delisted from the stock exchange, if you have stock in it, is a bad thing. We um, believe you had hopped on it also on the Aurora Cannabis. Yeah. And it got delisted from the New York Stock Exchange. Thankfully, we had already sold after they did the reverse stock split. It kind of beat us up in the pockets. But, you know, I feel like I got out of there just in time. Wouldn't have been able to sell off stock that don't exist anymore, you know? I mean, yeah. But, yeah. I, I mean, I, like I said, I think I got, I got out in time also, so... All right, so I mean, we'll 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 hold on that though. So, yeah. Yep. 
Anyway, what what else you got on your plate, man, today? On the brain. Uh, that was pretty much it. I wanted to speak about the land thing as far as uh where we might be able to go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the land thing, to me, that's a good idea. There's probably nothing more profitable outside of holding precious metals like gold and silver than having ownership of land. That's probably one of the best things you can do in our country as far as buying land and holding on to it. Because you can lease it out or whatever the case is and make some money behind it. But what are some things that we're going to need to look out for as far as us trying to pick up? Um, well, I mean, you just got to read the read fine print when, they, when they're selling. Because like I said, if one of the main things are is that you got to be able to build a structure on the property. You know what I mean? Or or be able to have a structure on the property because if, if not, then you're buying it and it's basically it'll just sit there. If it's if it's regulated and you and you cannot you cannot do anything with it. So that was that was one of the main main uh, qualms I had about it was making sure that we can do something with it, whether we want right uh, put an Airbnb on it or you know or or just whatever then we we can if we, if we if we if we need to right because one of the there's only two things I'm looking at as far as what concerns me I'm concerned about squatters coming onto the property and not getting off of it. And then I'm concerned about the property tax. I know certain states have cheaper property tax than others. And that's something that I wanted to look into as far as what would be what as far as if, say, we bought some land in New Mexico or we bought some land in Arizona. We're not physically there because of where we're located now. We all live in the seven. But what's to stop somebody from selling us land and then having somebody they know to just go occupy said land and do whatever they do on that property. If they were to do something illegal, wouldn't that come back to the people that own that land? See, that's one of the things that scares me about it. Yeah, well, I mean, not necessarily. If 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 somebody if somebody does something illegal, then is is up to uh, whoever the um the I would say the the well the police or whatever um, to investigate it and do the proper investigation because not because you own land. If somebody goes and plant marijuana on land that I own, and um, they come they come at me, you know they got to prove that that you know I've been on the property and I've planted the marijuana or or and all that stuff, you know. So. Right. But I mean that's that's something that I'm not scared of because you know you got people that own property all over the world and it's it's legalities to protect you against stuff like that. So the the fear of the fear of owning and um being protected is is not something that you know what I mean uh, that I that I really think gonna hamper uh, us from from buying a property, because then if, if that's the case, you might as well not even, not even attempt it. Right. Like I say, that's probably the only thing that had me sketch on the whole thing. Um, then just trying to find out the property tax as far as how much the property tax is going to be, but that should be negotiable anyway. That's not going to be a big yeah, deal. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a fraction of whatever um, what a property costs each year. So, like I said, you know, because, and you know, we can do it with that, and then, you know, I'm gonna buy some some other property, uh, personally again. Um, like I said, I got two pieces down in Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, right outside of Atlanta, and my my goal is to own property all over the comp- all over the country, and even you know abroad. So. Um, I'm going to be investing in that and, and really, really pushing for that. So I, I think that's, that's one of the, the best things you can do, because even if, even if something happens, you know, you could probably, you could pass the property down to, 
you know, to our kids or, or whatever, the next generation, even if we don't do anything with it. Right. And I believe that's one of the major pieces of the puzzle as far as gener- is generational wealth is having property. That's one of the main things that our community doesn't have a lot of. And that makes it harder for us to generate revenue to where we can pass to our kids and do certain things in our communities as far as trying to and like trying to put places in there so that they have spots to go to or to shop at or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Well, I mean, because if we don't show that something different can be done, then what? Most likely we'll keep doing the same dumb shit. Exactly. So that's that's why I said I'm not scared of it. It is what it is. And, you know, we could just jump into it and, and do it. Right. Because I'm looking forward to it because this is something I've never, you know, I've never had the opportunity to be a part of something like this. So this is something that I feel is a pretty good thing for me. And I'm all, I stay learning. I'm always got the wheels turning, trying to find out, trying to research, trying to look up and, yeah, I feel like things are now finally starting to come together as far as information and making use of it. it. Took a minute, but now it's finally starting to come to where I need it to be, to where I'm improving myself. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I got you. All right. So, any final thoughts, TM? No, that's it, man. So, um, this is TM, the Trash Mechanic. You jump on the podcast um, and listen, jump on, listen to the podcast. You got you got anything you want to talk about? Uh, you can uh, shoot me a message, um, and you know, big ups to Kane O'Clock, Kane Collective. I appreciate you having me on, man. We got to do this more often. Put out the content, you know, up our listeners, and they'll educate us. We'll educate them, and you know, something good will come out of it. So, all right, everybody, have a happy Sunday. Uh, listen for the Happy Fridays again. I'm back on, and. Yeah. All right. So real quick, you have been listening to The Trash Mechanic. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, anchor.fm slash The Trash Mechanic. Also, check out the homie, Mr. Collective, on The Collective Show. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, anchor.fm slash The Collective Show. Uh, you guys already know about Kane Collective. Now we're on iHeartRadio. Uh, Kane O'Clock is also on iHeartRadio. And real quick, TM, uh, how's your process coming with you getting the iHeartRadio also? Yeah, I haven't started it yet, but I'm I'm pushing for the YouTube first, and then I'll 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 uh, go to iHeart. So want to get on every platform, man. Let our voices be heard. And so, but I'll I'll get it all done. All right, that's pretty much it. So thank you guys for listening. And you have any questions, you can hit us up. You guys know the appropriate podcast and the appropriate platforms to speak to us on. So you guys be 